0: you should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on Vince's No, butt. no, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 sucker! No, no. you, you are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the What's
1: up, everybody? And welcome to the latest edition of the Jabber Knocker Podcast. I have returned. No fear. Your leader is back, folks. I am so excited to be here. And, of course, side by side, a man who's wearing a Nestle Curse T-shirt and couldn't keep my name out of his mouth last week, JC. <laughs>
0: You know what, Nestlemania, it is okay, I guess, to have you back, Uh, but uh, yeah, I am rocking my Nestle curse uh, t-shirt today because I thought it was appropriate uh, to where I'm going to kick off the show, always in the shine, Mandy Rose, the new women's tag team champions, the team of Raquel, the back, Gonzalez, uh, former Nestle darling, but then he abandoned her and she's won every title since then, along with... Probably the greatest superstar in SmackDown history. Aliyah, Miss Bougie herself, new tag team champions in a move that absolutely stunned the WWE universe. But I loved it. I love that it was Aaliyah with the roll up. I love that Dakota wasn't even legal. So it's a little dusty. I thought this was beautiful because you know what? Anytime the fucking virgins cry and I can bathe in their fucking tears on the Internet for, for a while, I'm all for it. But I loved it. I love the move. I love this team. Uh, I think they're a fun little team. Obviously, with Raquel doing a lot of the work and Aaliyah just kind of being there. But she got the win here. So, Nestlemania, that is my biggest shot of the week, baby. Are you just excited that there's actual women's tag teams, you know, in the, in the actual roster? Or are you happy that there's champions? Like, how, how excited are you? I I am, and I think it's good, because we talk about the depth of the WWE Women's Division for the most part, and, like, you know, they are pretty good at sometimes having feuds for not the titles, but I kind of got used to having women's tag teams uh, around, and I kind of liked it as an option of, like, if someone, you know, had been chasing the the main title a lot, is you know, kind of do something else. It's a good way to kind of set up new rivalries, because I do think the long term of this is that Raquel probably will eventually turn Aaliyah and go back to being a heel uh, long term, but... My kind of hot take here is that obviously like Dakota and EO seem like the obvious pick from the start. That's why I don't mind the nice surprise here. But my other hot take is I think if EO and Dakota would have won, the expectation from everyone would have been at Clash of the Castle when Bailey and them are sitting tall that Sasha and Naomi would return. At least now, without having those titles, I think it takes the pressure off that a little bit. Where maybe WWE's like, even if we do bring them back, it's not gonna be this weekend. So by not having the tag team titles on Dakota and EO, I think that kind of lessens it a little bit. Because if they would have won and they're sitting there posing at the castle with the tag titles, everyone would have been waiting for the fucking boss time to hit. And people would have been real upset when it didn't hit. So that's kind of my hot take here of why uh, WWE probably went in this direction. It's a good take. I'll give you that. I mean, it's, a, it's nice to see that
1: everybody listens Every once in a while, because you're sitting there, I think, for a while saying you, this was going to be the final from, I think, the beginning. You said this was going to be the uh, end. Yeah. But it is, it, it's, it's hard because when I look at it like this, right, like, I'm not a big fan of, of, of Aaliyah, obviously. Everybody can, you know, we can sit there and talk about other things. But what I will say here is... Our Twitter chat says elsewise, Nestlemania. Well, that's fine. But here's what I don't understand. It's like, I get the, the, uh, the I do everything and then I pin. Like, I get that. That's funny for a while. But I think there's that's that short term, right? Like there's going to yeah. have to be some. You think they're champions.
0: gonna be long time champions? I don't. I think this is just. I, I personally I think, it was think it's nice... gonna be a week. Oh well, think... yeah, it could be. And honestly, it could be. That's why I didn't mind it because, like, every now and then in wrestling, like we talk about it all the time, man. How often are you like legitimately surprised by something? Like everyone thought this was a fucking layup for them, and they didn't do it, and everyone's now so, like being like, "Oh, Triple H's first mistake." I'm like, "No, you fucking morons." Now they got you invested.
1: No, that's fair. But the other thing I would think about too is. I don't know if anybody's going to sit there and believe it, right? Believe. Well, too bad you saw it. Bertzky saying, we stan. Are you, are you out of your mind?
0: We all stan Aaliyah, baby. Aaliyah's the goat.
1: Yeah. And here comes your favorite guy in the world. Hey, Nestle, did you order those headphones off of Shaq's eBay page? <laughs> Listen, I'll have you know that I love Shaquille O'Neal, so I would be honored to wear Shaq's headphones, all right? Talking about the Shaq Pack, baby. Love it. Love it. By the way, I would just like to take a moment right here in the program. We haven't seen each other in like on the program for at least two and a half Double weeks. couple weeks. A
0: couple yeah. weeks, yeah. You last were gone? time
1: you saw me on the program, I was in a pool. That's true. You were with uh, TJ last week. The week prior, I was with Backcracker, physically dragging him across the finish line to make a decent piece of content for an hour. And now... I just wanted to say very much, you and TJ could not keep your mouths,
0: my, my name out of your mouths. I just want to say. Well, I go because I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the week before and some of the shit you say, Nestlemania, especially when I'm not here to check you on the verbal diarrhea garbage fucking puke stains that come out of your mouth. When I'm not here to check you on them, oh man, it builds up. So I had to make sure I checked you on it. I couldn't wait till this week. I had to get out because I'm like, by the time we reunite on the episode, I'm going to have a whole even longer laundry list. I would just just like to say that in this case, you
1: seem a little bit like AEW, and I seem a little bit like WWE, because you keep bringing up me, even though I'm nowhere to be found, and I'm just sitting here enjoying my week. So I'm just saying, you're you're like a jilted lover, bud. I'm just saying. It seems like you're bringing up an ex-girlfriend all the time.
0: I can't let you say the things that you say sometimes, especially about Liv, unchecked. So you had to be checked.
1: Uh, a, a false narrative coming out of uh, uh, that stupid backcracker's face. Uh, who carried who? My back still hurts from carrying that show. Yeah, sure, you ogre with your freaking multicolored microphone. Come on.
0: Good God. <laughs> I love that glowing dildo. But NestleMania, I think we can move on. You got anything else about the woman's tactile? Should I, we move on? No, let's move on. Shush, please. Shush, shush, shush. You do not shoosh. a here. Chad Gable, man, he's always been one of my personal favorites. I fucking adore that man. And by fucking God, all I said is like, when they brought Kurt Angle back, I'm like, just fucking send Gable out there and let him talk for 95% of the segment. And what did they do? Thank God. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. They actually let Gable just carry the segment because that fucking guy is so good. He turns the crowd in an instant. I never get sick of the shoosh. It's good having Otis there ogreing over his shoulder. Of course, the Prophets came out, which obviously I love when uh, the Alpha Academy and the Prophets go back and forth. I could watch that every week. It's entertaining. Um, so that, to me, like... Uh, my favorite shine of the week may have been Ali and Raquel winning but my favorite segment of the week was probably this and there were some good segments this week but I was sitting on my couch this morning watching Raw and I audibly laughed just by myself in my apartment four or five times in that segment because of Gable cuz Nestlemania you never shoosh a shusher Ah uh, this is where we this is where we part
1: ways You don't like Chad Gable? No 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 I like Chad Gable I would just like to have a moment of silence for the char- charismatic portion of Kurt Angle. Because oh, when I'm died, watching...
0: That died like 15 years
1: ago. To, yeah, sorry, Monday night I was watching this and it hurt my feelings. It hurt, It's like week before Trish Stratus strolled out and I'm like, I can forgive that for obvious reasons, but don't speak. Then Kurt Angle comes out looking like he had had a lobotomy, doesn't know comedic timing, and it's just like, here are the greatest hits, and he's just like, hi, happy to be here on a game show. It, it just made no damn sense, which I get... It, is it was in it is. Pittsburgh.
0: It was a good way to get the crowd I fired get up it. and then get heat on Gable and let Gable do it. It was a fun segment. Yeah, but you That's can't If I could only watch two things from Raw, it would be the two things I brought up. The rest of it I could throw out. Honestly. I'm just saying I can't enjoy Kurt Angle now.
1: I just can't. He didn't have to do anything. He, he was he, fucking scenery. He just he didn't need to talk. He didn't need to be there. He he literally he gave nothing. You didn't pop nothing. for him in milk. You would have popped if Trish would have brought milk, but Kurt Angle brings milk and you don't pop. Those are different types of milk, baby different types oh. whole milk i like whole milk oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is super hot fire anyway Ooh, so uh, look at that we're, we're, we're wearing we're each, each other's today. shirts
0: look at how much we missed each other i know i know i know all right well if you didn't love my two pieces shine what was your biggest shine of the week hold
1: on hold on we have a fight happening here he says wait wait wait, wait. nestle just criticized someone's comedic timing pot this is, this is my good friend kettle <laughs> I, I would say something right That's now about good. Backcracker, but Backcracker is too busy to, you know, sitting behind his keyboard right now. He didn't, he didn't bring it on the, uh, the podcast. He was awfully nice to me, I would just say. He could, he could be a little bit meaner is what it is.
0: We anyway, can all be a little man or too.
1: It's true. It's true. Uh, moving,
0: it's damn true.
1: Uh, I, I, yeah. Thanks. That was awful. Uh, moving over to something that I really, really, really enjoyed, and I thought it was a lot of fun was uh, Sami Zayn and the Usos mm-hmm. on Raw. That was great. actually Sami Zayn and the Usos in general. What on SmackDown. SmackDown. Again. Let's just let's just let's just bring it all in, right? Let's just big yeah. big big hug. Uh, I loved the ending of SmackDown with all four of them with the ones up in the air. I thought that was great. Uh, a great unit. I loved on Monday when they had the bloodline talking about on Friday, we're going to have a celebration. And then, of course, they said something and KO came out. And then a KO match versus Jay, which was great. And then I loved the ending, which Sammy couldn't hit, you know, and then KO beat Jay. I thought that was wonderful. It added to the Jay and the the Sammy complex. And then you're sitting there just waiting, anticipating the KO-Sammy reunion. They're dragging it out a little bit, which, again, I assume after Castle might be more...
0: Where Hashtag we're heading, GC hopes
1: come true. Ko and Zayn beating them for the tag titles. Let's I think go. I think it's gonna happen. It's just gonna take a while. Like, and I, oh, it should. I, you I know, would be
0: fine if it fucking slow burn to WrestleMania. Honestly,
1: honestly, I what I would see happening here is that they're going to do a TLC match at at Extreme Rules in Philadelphia because Philly's just big. You know what I mean? Philly's yeah. just big, and they got to do something big. So having Sammy together with Ko would be a lot of fun. But again, just a little idiosyncrasies of like. Sammy talking, be like, me and Jimmy, we're good. And they do the, you know, the the hand thing. And then we're working on it. You know, we're working on it. You know, it's just, those things are great. Like, great, great stuff in the promo department. I even loved on Friday when they were backstage with Roman Reigns, and he's yeah. doing the dancing and he's cracking Sammy up Roman, Roman
0: together. Like, oh. The chemistry with like straight, like Roman, like playing into Sammy, like, like allowing Sammy to become more comfortable like in Sammy is around him. It's just such a fun dynamic that it's just added so much to like, I call him the tribal cuck, obviously, but we obviously know Roman when he's around, there's nothing better, but just like letting Sammy play off him, but also having the factor of Jimmy being his buddy and Jay hating his guts. It's like, there's so many things to watch. Like, you talk about it all the time, like, in a segment. Like, there's so many different things going on at once. Like, it keeps your brain, like, tintillating. It tintillates your juices, like the male model should be doing. Um, it just, it's just like you're thinking about a lot of things. Like, and we've noticed since Triple H has been back, there's a lot more of those things where it's just like, it's not just a segment. It's like there's a segment within a segment within a segment that is also laying groundwork for future segments and storylines. It's fucking, it's beautiful, honestly. I was just, I was really excited because I all, all I
1: could think about was, they are going to be the people who definitely dethrone the Usos. I think so too, and I think yeah. that it doesn't matter when or when it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But having a babyface Sami Zayn or whatever Sami Zayn we get is going to be great. Uh, I could also see the Usos being babyfaces out of the situation once Roman loses, once the Usos lose. I, I at some point not against
0: Sami and KO.
1: Maybe maybe post uh, that. But it, but it, but again. For something that is a literal nothing. It's like it's not really anything going on. Like there it's just it's fluff till we get the castle. The Drew McIntyre having to fend off the bloodline, and then I guess coming this Friday he'll then probably end up uh destroying something for the celebration, because that just seems inevitable. But it's it's hard, right? Like, how how do you keep this interesting? And Sami Zayn deserves an MVP credit for when Roman Reigns isn't on the screen or Roman Reigns isn't available. Sami Zayn is
0: dragging
1: SmackDown along sometimes. I guess yeah. the
0: thing is like like for as much as Roman Reigns has been the tribal cuckold holding all the titles, the Usos have been the complete opposite of the cuck because these guys besides the Canada episode are on every show raw or smack that it doesn't matter. They're carrying those titles around. So even though they're hoarding those titles, they're not cucking the titles like reigns is because they're there and having Sammy with them. It's just such a beautiful dynamic. And the other thing that isn't like, we kind of forgot about is like how Brock kind of wrote Paul off TV. And they're really honoring that really selling that. I think that adds to it even more because, you know, I think that like Roman forcing to bring Sammy into the bloodline kind of was showing that like without Heyman. In, and when the Usos aren't around, it's kind of showing the chinks in his armor and that like he's a little exposed, and that's why Mr. Fucking Sword Boy might to get some stabby stabbies in. So Sword Boy gets his stabby stabbies in. What
1: yeah. that is that is high quality content. Great analysis. Stabby stabby
0: nice stabby stabby you know what else stabby stabby this week WrestleMania, my favorite segment from smackdown besides the reigns Zane thing gutha and sheamus this was great because on the main roster like guther has probably said maybe like half a word because ludwig does a lot of the talking for him and guther just kind of broods and beats people up but in this segment like i loved that he felt like when he grabbed the mic from ludwig and he was like I do respect you, Sheamus, and I'm going to show you that respect. I'm still going to beat the fuck out of you, but, like, by acknowledging him, it was like, okay. It got me really excited for this, like, match. Obviously, we know, obviously, Sheamus has never won this title. It's another layer, but the visual of this, of these two guys just staring at each other and then fucking Butch and fucking Ludwig brawling around them as these two just didn't move and didn't move out each other, it was, the visual of it was fucking awesome. I thought it was so cool. I think I rewound it and watched it, like, two or three times just because the visual of it was something that, like, you don't see every day. And I thought it just, like, it made this title match feel so fucking special and important. And, like, honestly, like, this might be the show stealer at Clash. Like, it's a pretty good card, but this one right here, this one right here might shock people. This is, I mean, this is what you sign up for. I mean, like, the fans that are there,
1: this is their match, in my opinion, right? Like, you can try to tell. You can sell me on Riddle and and Rollins. That'll be a, that'll be fun anyway. But that's the, the internet's match. That's <laughs> the, but I will say this much: it is it is interesting to see where they go after this because I don't think Sheamus wins. But god damn it, is this going to be one of those things where like very rarely do you see Gunther or Walter in any peril, right? You barely see him sweat. You know what I mean? He's just like he's just he's. We've just, seen him lose like one match. Yeah. in his
0: whole WWE career. Right, exactly,
1: guy. and it's like. Seamus is gonna like I'm not a huge, you know, Gunther guy. I just like the presentation. But I love Seamus and anything Seamus does is gonna be great. So this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine right now Seamus is going to hurt him. In a way that we won't get comfortable, will be very uncomfortable. These two are
0: gonna this. beat each other raw, and it's gonna be fucking amazing. Like, both of these men, like, Seamus's pasty white skin is gonna be so red. Gunther's gonna be fucking all like uh, red. And yeah, I see Bert there saying, Butch wearing that pizza. I do think down the line, there's a chance to get it back. Cause even when they did do the quote unquote name change to Butch, like, Seamus kind of said it as, like, we call him Butch. Like, it was a nickname. So, I actually, I I do think, because, like, obviously, like, I love the Butch look and the Butch thing, but when he's wrestling, yeah, he probably should be wearing actual ring gear.
1: I mean, I like Seamus in the, the, the actual fighter outfit instead of his little, like, uh,
0: Mayonnaise. Oh yeah, the, the presentation of the brawling brutes I love. Yeah. Like the little hats that him and Rich wear and everything. And like, watch like it, they have a great presentation. Like I love the fight night thing. Like they're a really fun little faction. And that's why like I love when guys get called up and people are like, oh my god, they're gonna ruin Pete Dennis. Like, no man, this is the perfect way to present him to a larger audience to make people invested in a guy this undersized. This is how you do it, because he'll come out of this someday looking like a stud.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Let me move on to something else that I thought was, uh, well, I thought was fun, but uh, I'm curious your takes on everything. They went out of their way to really, really talk about The Miz. Miz,
0: I love this.
1: I love this. And uh, I I know there's other things we're going to talk about later, but specifically The Miz, not pressing charges. Somebody's already out, but it's the, I think I have a disconnect, but I'm curious how you feel about it. Probably didn't bother you, but for me, it's like, he walked by the security guard. It was clearly Loomis. Looked back. It wasn't Loomis. I get that one right. Like uh, the one that was hard for me was that everybody saw Dexter, you know, with the with the light at the uh, end of the match, except Champa, yeah. which I that's hard for me to to you know just you know suspend disbelief, which I will. And then of course later we have him in the back of the car, which I thought was more realistic of the the Dexter character. But just listening to Miz kind of lose it slowly after slowly and not talk about what happened to him is very intriguing. And I, I, there's little things that the Miz did throughout the night. I mean, I could sit here all day and talk about it. But the one thing that, like, I really picked up on was how fidgety he was. And I, that's not necessarily something he is. He's very smooth. He walks in with his chest puffed in. This was, would like, a say, very un- uncomfortable Miz.
0: Would you say that he had a lot of vulnerability to him? Yeah, and
1: I think but – but that's the thing. Like, he did a great job switching gears – and that's, yeah. that's good storytelling because I watched him drop... I, we, he saw Dexter, he looked back, it was somebody else, and then he dropped his glasses or his headband or something yeah. and he picked it right fluster, back up. completely complete flustered. Yeah. but yeah. somebody
0: else in that position wouldn't have done that. No, because The Miz is that actual actor. Like, you can make fun of him being like, oh, like the Marine or whatever, it's like, no, no, no. The Miz, like, even when he came into WWE, like, he was already built as, like, an actor. So when you put him in a position... To play like this type of characters, it's like he's gonna do it better than anyone else in the roster. Like, this is the Miz's wheelhouse. This is what he does. And this is why I loved, love, love, love. If you're gonna make me buy into a Dexter Loomis thing on the main roster, start with the fucking Miz. Because there is nobody that will make this guy fucking feel better, scarier, more important, more interesting than the Miz. And like I love the dynamic because it's one of those things it's like, well, why isn't it talking about it? Is he talking about because he's embarrassed? Is he talking about it, is he scared? Or is he talking about it because he kind of liked whatever happened to him when he hung out with Dexter or whatever. Like, you know, it's just it's one of the cause sometimes you see that people get captured and they kinda like like, you know, they start oh, to really like their yeah, capital. Stockholm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like it's and they kinda did that I think in NXT when Dexter was like doing this with someone uh when he first was like debuting. I don't remember God, it might have even been with Theory. I don't even remember. Maybe. But um uh TJ would know better because I wasn't right in his wheelhouse. I know he's a big Dexter guy. But yeah, I just I really enjoyed this. This was one of the this was probably the third thing from Raw this week where I'm just really intrigued by it because I did. I'm like, I understand, like, your thing about the crowd, but I, the reason why I love that is because Ciampa was the only one who was really like, The Miz was listening to and understood The Miz and was like supporting him. But then at the end of the match, since he didn't see Dexter, now in his mind, even, he's starting to think The Miz is losing it too. So it's The Miz's last little linchpin of like security there. So that's why I kind of liked it. They're telling a good story here. Miz came to the WWE
1: the same way Puck would have. Let's not give him an Oscar.
0: Well, he. He probably should get an Oscar.
1: This is a stud. I would I you know what? He deserves at least a Tony. He does. He's a stud. I would I would give him a daytime Emmy. Maybe a prime time. He he has a great show in prime time. Or actually he's out of prime time, but still. It could be primetime. Uh, it's uh, such a good show. It's a great show. It really show. is. It's such a good show. But he's good at he what he does. So yeah, he's a stud. He does what he does. Uh, I am curious how you, uh, we don't have, we, we have, we have a lot more, I, I think, Shine-related things. I have uh, one more. Okay, I'll let you go then.
0: I was going to say, my match of the week, uh, Ricochet Corbin. Yes, again. yes. Rinse and repeat. Like, I don't care if it's a fucking Friday night rerun. Like, we talk about this every week. We, obviously, they're two of my personal favorites. So you can call me biased, but I don't know how you can't watch that and think that's a fucking wrestling spectacle. The fucking the size and speed dynamic that you get, like, is so good. And, like, Ricochet's probably the best guy to work with big guys, and Corbin's probably the best big guy to work with little guys, so... Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think I tw- sent out a tweet, but it's the truth. Like, you need to appreciate Baron Corbin. I mean, we can already appreciate Ricochet for what he is. He's an important piece of the puzzle. He's a very, he's a one and only. I mean, he is the one and only. But Baron Corbin is so good at a lot of little things, just helping people out and does a great job. I'm more curious, like, Ricochet has got a boost, obviously, because now, you know, Triple H and everything. But Corbin is going to be so good because Corbin knows right like the first time he knows how to do it on the fly the first time and he does it great. And that's the difference between somebody that's going to be kind of not used on television. And I, I'm more excited now than anything. Cause are we going to get a, a different version of the uh, bum ass Corbin? Are we, you know, it's like we keeps losing it. Then. We, we got to be headed it.
0: somewhere. Like McAfee drawing the circles and yeah. making fun of him. Like it's just, it's, it's good stuff, man. It really is good stuff. So I think both these guys are coming out like winners. I love it because, like, on, obviously on SmackDown, there's, like, the, it's the glut at the top. So it's, like, you got to keep these other guys interesting, and they're doing a good job. All right, which you like to get heady?
1: <laughs> get him up my TV. Get him up my TV. Get him up my TV. Where should we start? I'll start. Uh, let's move over to SmackDown very quickly. Carrie and cross upstairs doing a promo that looks live, could have been live, don't know. Talking about well, a lot the of show nonsense. Was not live at all. So. No, I know, but it seemed like we everything recorded was gonna. Your six o'clock.
0: Yeah, and played it back
1: live. It's not tape. your time, TikTok, TikTok. I would be shocked if Drew McIntyre doesn't win this uh, Saturday, and then of course straight cross jacket, and then of course cash in from Theory. That would be the, the, the if I had to domino it a certain way, that seems logical to me. Uh, Spoiler
0: alert for your predictions at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: picking, I'm picking Mac and Theory. I, I that, I'm sticking with that. Um, I was concerned with the uh, fetal four-way final chance thing. It was three eighteen, so they really didn't give a fuck. Uh, no. Whatever, it is what it is. And then they—I I appreciate the packages that are trying to hype things up, like Shayna, but not going to change anything for me. It seems like Shayna and Liv have taken kind of a back seat in in, in terms well, of just, other things. I don't
0: think they know what else to do with it. Like hey. it's already like this one started so early, and it's just like it's we're re- we're we're ready for it, you know. So.
1: I just—it's—it's hard to get excited about it, Um, but
0: I just—the thing that intrigues me the most is obviously like a like how they, if they continue to book live like they have, or if we see a change and if Ronda shows up. Right. So for me, it's like, there's nothing else that whatever they do on Friday, like it's not going to change how I feel about it. Cause I already, I already have enough intrigue and I'm already like, I mean, I don't get excited for too many Shayna Baszler matches. She's like of the Samoa Joe. I love everything around it, but with the actual match, usually not my favorite thing to watch, but you know, it's still like, I'm just intrigued by what could happen and how they will handle it. I am curious to see if they interject Ronda into the match. Yeah, no, that's what I want to see because I'm. I think she'll get a. I mean, she's getting big pops now everywhere because Triple H knows how to book her on like sure. Vince. So I am curious to see if she shows up. Like it really does add another dynamic to this feud. So
1: just like to point out that Doc may spell Jobber jobberknocker, so dobber, jobber jobberknocker jobberknocker. Thank you, thank the you. The next time you insult me, make sure that you make sure you spell correctly, or else I'll sick the Joe Stopper on you. The grammar troll. The grammar troll. Get it's him, your Joe. grammar
0: merchandise at tpublic.com slash jobber knocker as well as your nestle curse t-shirts and your super super hot. Hot yeah. t-shirts T- tpublic.com slash jobber knocker i think they're having a sale i don't know if it's still going but i saw tj, yeah, TJ put out a sale
1: he's he's our he's our merch boy March, 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 March. Uh, anyway, so going past, I did not like Bailey on commentary yelling while the whole thing was going on in the finals. It was distracting as fuck. Get that st- like I get that McAfee is great, but McAfee was useless during that because Bailey was yelling at Michael Cole the whole fucking time, and I was just trying to concentrate and I couldn't, so I had to mute the goddamn thing. I'm curious your thoughts on the maximum male models bus
0: stuff. How you feel? I I don't mind it because obviously, like we're talking about. It's always interesting when you have two, like, really fresh things, like, feuding with each other. And, I like, this—I'm willing to—obviously, I know they have a match uh, on Friday, which we'll see. I'm excited to see both these teams in the rain. But it's just—there's a lot of moving parts to this, so it keeps it interesting for me. Because you have the Lotharios, and you have Maxine lurking, and, you know, it's it's, just—it's—I'm intrigued. I won't say it's the, like, top of my list I'm excited for, but in terms of, like, the E-feud on SmackDown— Can't do much much better than that, so I'm I'm fine
1: with it. I have a feeling that this is just the beginning, beginning of something. So I feel like right now, Hit Row is probably the new shiny toy, right? But (laughs) Maximum Male Models might be the good down the line six months from now we'll be talking about them. But right now, it's like Hit Row, Hit Row, Hit Row. So it's like, okay, you know, we're going to get kind of messy with the the Los Lotharios and the the Maximum Male Models. Nobody's going to really care. Because right now it's hit rows time, you know, and then like six months from now, it'll be flipped. But I think what we're going to end up seeing here is that if the maximum male models can continue to be something that down the road when hit row road, sorry, hit row, excuse me. Can, hey, uh, bro, they can be something to be tag team champions, then maximum male waddles, waddles, models. I can't talk, I'm tired. Uh, they become the rivals, they become the people but, that beat them and stuff like that.
0: It sounded like you said the
1: maximum male waddles. I did, I did. I, I, I mean, definitely, penguins out here, the maximum yeah, kind of danced like a penguin.
0: To I know, fucking she was just like, ones. Look
1: at me, I'm so cool. All right, That's a good tip. yeah.
0: Oh man, we're both getting insulted in the chat here, but it is the, Montez should be
1: taking himself okay. Is taking himself and hit row to the moon? Yeah, well, but is
0: Montez same? Can't be in hit row and he can't sing. baby. he does that whole thing. Yeah. He can do it. Yeah, I he don't can know. Do I it. I don't think Montez needs hit row, and I don't think hit row needs Montez. All right, I see a lot. So
1: Taco Bell Wi-Fi is weaker than Jason's. Wow, we are getting wow bolted right now in the headband. I'm game. Gonna,
0: I up I this drama control stuff, and that's how he treats me. Nestle shopping
1: at the same pants store as Hillary Clinton, using the same joke twice because nobody laughed the first time. Thank you uh that's fine oh, no, i, I laugh both times nestle that's claims great. to have fat thumbs i give <laughs> i gave him no quarter I give you no quarter <laughs> oh, oh man. okay people trying to interject <laughs> on this uh so moving on to all that nonsense great don't care about new day no matter what they do with the kevin nash thing with the pulling out of the you know fake leg yeah. and whatever that you can't you can dress up a pig it's still a pig you know like you can put lipstick on it but it still sucks don't enjoy it uh we need to get these people away from each other. We need to move on to the next thing.
0: I King agree. Versus and, uh, Vikings
1: or something, I guess, is probably coming. But
0: Well, the, we got the payoff on Friday this week between uh, New Day and Viking Raiders in a Viking rules match, which uh, according to our uh, some sources on the ground, it was a pretty good match. So maybe they'll at least end it with a bang.
1: Hopefully. All right, moving over. I am curious how you feel about this because I was kind of ha- scratching my head a little bit and yelling, hit her or, or hit him, which was the judgment day. Coming out and uh, having a match against Ziggler and AJ. Again, win for them, duh. Because why wouldn't they just job those guys out? Uh, And then, of course, Ray and Dominic come to save the day. Then they have a stare down with Rhea where they can't hit her because she's a woman. And I'm just thinking to myself, the whole, like, are they waiting on the Beth Phoenix thing? Are they? They
0: Before they get to Rhea Beth, they have to have to do Rhea versus Dom in an actual match or else I'm gonna have the biggest blue balls in wrestling history. I wanna see those two fucking fight. Like I they they every now and then WWE gives us a little taste of intergender wrestling. Fucking do it. Just do it. Like do it. That would be career, be career throwing- Suicide for Dominic, though. He would no, never be, be taken re- seriously ever again. They, they could book it in a way; it would be fine. But it also could be that if Rhea beats him and then he turns heel, it'll be fine. That's the thing. If you're gonna I, turn Dom heel, you can make him look like the biggest bitch in the world. But if you eventually turn him heel, it doesn't matter.
1: I, I here's my thing. I have a very odd feeling that he is going to end up turning heel and being somehow Rhea's love interest as like a simp. Like it's just gonna, it's just gonna happen. I don't know. Can why. you picture
0: your Dom in like, like the eye Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I want to see it. I like, I mean, and they booked a match now for Sunday, a tag match, and we had the backstage segment where Ray said, you know, sorry, Dom, I know whatever, but I, gotta, I need an experienced with- man to win. Yeah. So it's like they're still they're laying the groundwork for it, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do it once again at the pay per view. Oh, yeah. Just keep those blue balls blue, but like it's like I need Rhea and Dom to either fight. I, I feel like they have to come to blows, and then he'll turn heel after. He is then, so screwed. He, like Dom is so. Least, if no, he doesn't, fine. if he doesn't, here's the he's
1: thing, fine. here's the thing that everybody thinks is going to happen. And it's not once his dad leaves, like once his dad retires, Honestly, he's not, he'll gonna be, be he's not no, going be to be used.
0: He's he he not going to be used. How old he, he is not He only gets
1: on television because Messel, of his father. Do you know how
0: old Dom Mysterio is? He's, he's
1: 25 years old.
0: 25, okay. Great. Okay, most most people, the average age of people that start in the WWE, like are like thirty five. So it's like he's gonna be fine. Like instead of him going and fucking jerking off on the indies for ten years, he's jerking off and learning in WWE. He's gonna be fine long term. But for now, like yeah, he looks like a little boy because he is a little boy. I'm just saying, without his
1: dad, he is not going to exist. I, he is going to be a normal person afterwards. That's you it. just fucking made him a future fucking undisputed no, champion. No. No, I, I refuse. I the refuse. I refuse to sit here and anybody can tell me that you can't find a better person on the
0: indies. That can do what he can do, but can talk. There, right now? Yes. Yes. But again, Dom is a prospect. He's not even close. Like, he isn't in... He, like, prospect you know, like, deserves to be in NXT then. He isn't... But his name's Mysterio. It wasn't going to work. His dad wanted him on the main roster. He's on the main roster. So instead of NXT, his developmental is fucking following he's daddy around like He is a favor is what he he's is. He's not a favor, dude. He's, he's not a favor.
1: Hey, look. Dom... Looks like a fucking He does.
0: He does. And that's why he'll be a great fucking heel. Because y'all fucking hate looking at him. You hate his awkward body. We hate his fucking little little cape hoods. Like he has a big doofy face. He looks like a fucking... Mullet. You haven't said mullet. He looks like an Alfredo Meatball. But it doesn't matter. You know what Alfredo Meatball makes? A great fucking heel. A great heel for Alfredo Meatballs? Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah, he's an Alfredo gonna, meatball. That
1: face is an Alfredo meatball. That, the back part The back part of his mullet is so bizarre.
0: It's like a direct 90-degree line. He doesn't literally, make it. you fucking make his outfit black, give him some eye black, and fucking make his hair oh a little more God. spiky. He is the perfect fucking looking heel. You'll fucking hate his guts. It's right there for them. If, it's and not, I think if it doesn't happen, it. though, if it doesn't happen. listen, right? it doesn't happen this Sunday, or if it doesn't happen in like two months? Like, what are we talking here? I'm it never saying,
1: happens. Do you think it, after WrestleMania it's ever going to happen?
0: I mean if if we get to WrestleMania we're still doing this bullshit, it's gonna be real bad. But I think at this point it's like I have enough faith that Triple H knows what he's doing. Because I I've know. seen there's him. always
1: he can't bet a thousand. No, I don't know no, but
0: I'm just I'm not saying he will, cause he he is, because he won't. There I'm sure if I looked right now, there's people who screwed up. But I think like I have a lot more faith in Triple H to look at someone and put them in a position to succeed than Vince did. And like, obviously, no. like it was instantaneous with someone like Ronda Rousey, who should be a fucking layup out of book. And Vince couldn't figure it out. Triple H has the range for five minutes and fucking makes her the most overact on the fucking show because he let her just be Ronda fucking Rousey. And he, we've seen him do that with a lot of people so far. He's going to like put it like he stinks. That's the thing. That's the thing of a good manager is you find what your person does well and you put him in a position to succeed. He Dom's going to be put in that position at some point. We're not there yet. He's a prospect. He stinks. He stinks.
1: I got nothing else to say. If it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen on Saturday, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Well,
0: you just cursed it. I hope it doesn't happen Saturday. That happens, it happens on, on Monday. Like Friday or Monday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's just, oh. that's just what it
1: is. They, they listen to this program, and they're like, we're never going to let Nestle be right. Fuck it. Whatever. Do
0: something else. Yeah, whatever. Man, they don't have to listen to the program like let you be right. You're so fucking off the mark. Oh, thanks. Like, thanks. Dom always throws that dart shift. If it was you, you'd fucking hit yourself in the face with it. Because you'd be like, boom.
1: I'll have you know that I have a lot to offer wrestling. Okay? I have I have a mind for the business. All right? A mind. Just saying. Okay? Let's move on to other things uh like let's see anything else that you don't like that you want to get off your chest before we move on to hopefulness
0: i mean i understand the six-woman jobber tag it was actually interesting to have a six-woman jobber tag but did it did eclipse three minutes it might have it did eclipse total yeah. eclipse i totally good for I, them. I totally it was interesting it was something different but i like. yeah I well done i have
1: so just because it wasn't a jobber alert i just wanted to say this very quickly i have my i, I gabby ortiz i believe I might, I might have been wrong i forget there was somebody but kate uh katie arquette works around this area Great talent. So nice to see people that, that I've, I've you know, seen get their chance. All three women got, you know, they got their stuff that they could, you know, show their clips if they need to. Been on WWE programming. That's going to help them. So that was a positive experience. The one thing I think Wes, our boy Wes brought up, which I want to make sure we we talk about, was it seemed a little like the babyfaces were acting like heels towards the local talent. But, I mean, it was more of a my, – my interpretation of it was we go here. You don't. We have to be a little yeah. rough to you. But I, I tend to understand. So, like – somebody that looks at it from that
0: aspect of it, that turns them off. Right. So who knows? It's, it was definitely unique. And like the crowd kind of didn't know how to feel. Cause yeah, no, it is. It's definitely like the way it was weird for that. Um, because it did seem like they were acting more the heelish. But again, I think it was like you said, it's just like, you don't go here. like So yeah, this was, I mean, if you want to say a miss by Triple H, I thought the way they handled this was a miss, but obviously I don't think he does the minutiae That's that. It's probably on the producer, but it was a little awkward, that's all. But again, I don't mind them trying something different because I don't think I've ever seen a jobber six woman tag match ever in history. So. Yeah, I know, I get you. And our boy Backcracker
1: saying, dirt sheets are more accurate than Nestle the Pumpkin King. Well, thank you for calling me the king. I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, And obviously, if you'd, uh, Doc, if if I'm such an idiot, maybe you should put out those videos of me sinking two long putts from Saturday. Or Sunday, excuse me. That was was pretty impressive, no? No? I'd like to show it to my children, but your potty mouth was yelling, oh, shit, like every two seconds, every time I sunk a putt. So I can't show it to my kids and how awesome I am because you have a potty mouth, sir. You know you can show it to them on mute. Doesn't exist. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Doesn't exist. Anyway, your boy Joe saying, "Okay, G. C- J- Sorry, Jay J- J- Sizzle, Jay Sizzle, Jay Sizzle, just save the show with the Nestle Swag T-shirt." So, look, this is getting out of hand. Can we just? Can we just move on can we move Should on we get hopeful let's get hopeful
0: glorious you're my only hope i'll go first i don't even have one but i'm gonna come up with one right now because WrestleMania. one of the fucking thousand things we were predicting on today's episode 332 of all out collide at the class castle i can't even say it, it's done and all out collide at the yeah. castle We found out on NXT last week that Worlds will be colliding, a.k.a. they will be unifying the NXT and NXT UK championships because NXT UK will be no more. It'll be NXT Europe. That is why I'm wearing my uh, Italy headband today in support of NXT Europe. That's not the reason, but I think it works. And uh, we have Breaker versus Bait. Seems pretty straightforward. But the women's is a little more interesting. It is a triple threat match between the Measuring Stick, the greatest woman in uh, all of wrestling right now, Mandy Rose, uh, taking on Mako Satomoro, who's the NXT UK Women's Champion. She wrestled at WCW, by the way. That's how long she's been doing it. And then Blair Davenport, who's the throw-in, because I believe she was the number one contender until the UK belt. So... But also, obviously, with the triple threat and throwing her in there, it probably means she's going to eat the pin. That way, Mandy or Mako uh, don't get pinned. But you know what, Nestle Mania, my hope's pretty simple this week. Always in the shine, always in the measuring sticks, always in the hope. Always the winner, Mandy Rose, the belt collector. the under, best. Not only does she have the best running knee in the business, she's also the best belt collect, collector in the biz. Take that, KO, not Kevin Owens, the other one. Uh, so my hope is that Mandy Rose unifies those titles, as I expect that she will, uh, and it, it will be super hot fire because watching Mandy just walk around with all the gold, she was the golden goddess at one point. So mm. hashtag JC Knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. The measuring stick, Mandy Rose, the undisputed NXT Women's Champion. You you love Mandy Rose, you really do. Who doesn't? I just the thing that I love about it is because I obviously I've always loved Mandy. Sure, yeah. I never thought. I always thought she could be a champion someday. Sure. I never thought she'd be a measuring stick dominant champion, but that's all the credit to her because I knew she could do it in the character department, but like you and many others, I was a little worried about the uh, wrestling. She was very athletic, but she throws a running she, knee. Fantastic. Give no, her a she's, she's become pretty smooth in there. Nestlemania. I have, I don't remember the last time I watched a Mandy match. I was like, oof. I, I, most of them. She's like, that was pretty damn concealer
1: good. She's putting on. She's fine. No, she's
0: Hey, she's taking talent that is very green and making them look great. So Mandy Rose, the measuring stick, the best, best champion in all of women's wrestling right now, besides maybe
1: Bianca. Every time I hear her call somebody honey, I giggle to myself a little bit. Oh, honey. Like, like, it's so She's demeaning, like, it's Yeah, great. it's like, bless your heart. When someone says bless your heart, it's like, you might as well say, hey, dipshit, you have no fucking clue what you're doing. <laughs> oh, honey, you don't belong honey. here. Yep. Oh, honey. Thanks. Uh, my hope is very specific. Uh, I'm hoping that a, a certain Uso from NXT Gets up to the main roster, folks, and ends up annihilating Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's going to get an, a chance at the IC Championship at some point. Fail. Again? Yeah. Fail miserably. And then when he's going to give his apology to the tribal chief, he's going to get jumped by Solo and just beaten into the ground. Hopefully, he's no longer Sequoia or whatever the hell he's going to be called. Hopefully, he's Secoa. called like. Secoa. He's on a tree. Yeah, he's a tree. Solo tree <laughs> act. Uh, now, so maybe besides that, or or we could call him like Jeremy Uso. We could call him Jimmy, you know, or Jim James. Uh, what else? What other J names we got? Gerard.
0: We could do also some-
1: no. JC Uso. J with a different spelling. We could do all sorts of cool stuff. Jaime Uso. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it'd be great. He looks just Jackson like Uso. Jackson Uso. There you go. Give him a we Jackson, a Jackson Uso. Uso. We got a Jackson Uso. We got a Jackson Uso. Uh, but the, the, So Solo is going to... That has to be the catalyst, this entire thing, so that Solo replaces Sammy in the bloodline. He is no longer an honorary Us, And then, and only then, will we get the KO. I feel like it's all going to line up, too, where, like, KO has to face Roman Reigns one more time. The Uso, kind of, they're going to lose their titles right after that. Like, I feel like it's all going to be a part of one big giant domino. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And I cannot wait for Sequoia to uh, beat up, you know, the boy that is Sami Zayn and then end up taking his spot and then becoming IC champion. I think that's, that has to happen. It seems if they don't do
0: it, I would be shocked, right? Adam Arborist Nestlemania. That's what we're going to call you from now. Hey, Nestlemania. Day is Nestle Day, all right? Hey, there you go. You're a fucking tree. Congratulations. Fuck it, I'm tree. <laughs> we're going to the comeback. Don't call it a comeback. And Nestlemania, my comeback is a love story because on NXT, we had a reunion. That was near and dear to all our hearts. We all lived through their wedding, and it was a beautiful thing. Index was reunited in NXT. Dexter Loomis took a pit stop on his way from abducting The Miz and came out and greeted Indy, who's literally been at the bottom of the totem pole right now in NXT. She's on a little losing streak. She's been struggling because she needed her man back. She lost her man and her best friend at the same time, but now her man is back. Although it was only briefly, we now know that love will always find a way in Nestlemania. So my comeback not only doesn't go to index, but it goes to love.
1: It's amazing that you gave it to love. Love. I I, I appreciated the fact that he gave her a letter and it was like, I gotta go away for now. I'm like, of course, wrestling. I love how, like, obviously wrestling is one of those things where you could, like, murder somebody, drive somebody over the truck, kidnap them, and you're out next week. You know, it's like, eh, I didn't press charges. Whatever. I, I, I am curious to see how this spins out with, like, the tentacles, right? So it's like so Dexter. There's so much going Dexter's on. Dexter's still with Indy. That's a thing. But then there's you can get the index versus Maurice and Mike. You can have the way somehow with Champa and Gargano. Like
0: Champa's with the Miz. It's just it's all there. Like there's yep. there's, there's like and a years is worth. a free agent. It's she a, was a tag team champion within a year's
1: worth of nonsense that'll make so, so much fun that you're just like wow, for something you didn't expect to have a good time with, this is going to be exciting. I'm excited because anytime Dexter's on, you go, oh, is Gargano going to be there? Oh, is Theory going to do something? And it's just like now you have like literally a whole side roster of people. You're just like one person's on the screen, 14 people can be on the screen now. And I I love that. I absolutely love that because in weeks where we're going to have a lot of people on TV and you can't get everybody in, like you had this past week with a Pizza Hut instead of Papa John's, And they have the whole fucking talk backstage with their goddamn whatever and their briefcase. And hey, you hit me, you didn't call me when I was champion, all that nonsense. They wedged that in. Great, you know? But Dexter gets more TV time. I love it. I I, like them winning, like them winning a tag team championship, like if Gargano and Dexter win a tag team championship, hysterical. That has to happen. But then you could have theory with Dexter or theory with, there's so much. So freaking much.
0: What better time than to bring back the Mixed Match Challenge when you oh, have Indian God. index. You know, that, that, that was such a fun thing that they only literally did once, and it was so fun. I mean, there's rumors Braun Strowman might be coming back, so Team Little Big but I, could I. Uh, be coming back, so you, know, you,
1: you and I have had this conversation before in this program. I would be okay with full-time mixed tag titles.
0: I wouldn't hate it I wouldn't
1: hate it, because here's the yeah. thing. There's so many people that aren't being used that are fucking hysterical. And could do a lot of fun stuff with it. But again, put it on somewhere that people don't watch something so
0: you can watch something.
1: That that yeah. that would be the thing I would look at. But
0: imagine like Seth and Becky feuding yeah. with like Gargano and Candice, right. or Miz and Maurice, or yeah. it's just like the the uh, things are endless. Or like you have Team Little Big, or you have this one like Index. Like there's so many pairings that are fun, and then you get the random ones. Like I think Sammy and Becky were a team because they were Team Redhead. That was a funny team. Like it's just like you get all these weird dynamics, and it's just it's, it's a, another added element to what you're watching that's unique. I, I I don't disagree. I think there's so much there in a mixed tag
1: division. It would be so much fun. So much fun. And people need, like, they need to worry about having less championships, I'm sure. Just like AEW. But this one, I'm AW behind. AEW is
0: about a lot more.
1: throwing them out. Like, here, you, you you sign a contract, here's a new championship. Anyway, moving on to my comeback. I'm giving it to one Matthew Riddle. Getting his name back in a segment backstage. Uh, I'm going to even go further into the the parking lot brawl, which I thought was nice little segue they had on Twitter and, and uh, social media, showing that this is a real thing they can't pull themselves apart. They have an okay split screen via satellite kind of thing. Where are you? Where are
0: you? Didn't love it. It was okay. Bye. I like the piece that they added at the end when they said the cameras weren't right, rolling. Right. And they you to apologize for a fuck. Like that made yeah. it feel real. That, that made it that, feel real. But that's my
1: point, is they're making Riddle not bro-ish. They're making Riddle more three-dimensional. And I'm angry, bro. But that's but that's the thing. You can he's he's gonna he's gonna be fine. He's going to be fine in that role. And honestly. I think there is a small chance that Riddle wins this on Saturday. Small chance.
0: I can see it. Because if he doesn't win this one, they'll probably do a rematch and he'll win one of them.
1: I, I, there, there, there's something about this with the whole like saying your ex-wife and your kids left you, he needs to get his shit in, like somehow. They, even if he doesn't win, he has to look strong and, and stand strong somehow. Because you can't insult the man's family like that. And not expect. I don't agree.
0: It was they did they dialed it up like I was already in because it's just a good match yeah. and it's been a decent feud. But like that was a little layer where I'm like, okay, now I got mad Riddle and I'm I want to see how like angry Riddle is because Riddle has been like you said he's the chillest guy in the roster, sure. but he showed emotion, so I want to see it now. How does now, this play out?
1: See now now you've made me think that I should pick DQ thrown out match because next month is Philadelphia. We're getting there. Hell, so, we can probably
0: get there real soon.
1: So I, I don't know. I just there's something about it that, that I'm excited about so that he gets my comeback, but I just I, I'm very curious to see how Saturday rolls out, personally. So
0: Should we go to the big old finish?
1: Let's get to the big old finish. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to We lot, do. Lot. We're
0: we're going to piss through first uh, SmackDown this week. We have a Reigns two-year celebration. We have Hit Row versus the Maximum Male Models. We have Ludwig Kaiser versus Butch. We have the Viking Rules match from the New Day of Viking Raiders. And we have Carrion Cross's in-ring debut. Nestle-mania, that sounds like a pretty loaded show. We know it is already taped. I have not read spoilers, but uh, I think it actually might be a good little go-home because I always say if you do a go-home with a bunch of stuff that necessarily isn't on the pay-per-view, it's usually a better show. So I'm actually excited for SmackDown. I was told by people that were there that... The first RAW we saw
1: was very much fluff. This second show was way better, way better. Smackdown,
0: yeah, hi. Which to me is is
1: is great. But then of course, like we come on the program next week, and we probably barely talk about it because we have all these other things to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we are gonna. Like, like, We're going to get to Worlds Collide. We're going to get to Clash the Cast. We're going to get to All Out. But NXT this week, we have Diamond Mind versus Gallus in a six-person tag. We have Cruz and Waller, which I am so excited for. This has been such a fun little feud because fucking that Waller show was fucking hilarious. Then we have a mixed six-person tag match between your boy's pretty deadly with your girl Lash Legend taking on your favorite team of Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon Henley. If I could erase four people from this match, I guess you would
1: know who they would be. I I love Pretty Deadly, but the rest of that sounds like a- absolute garbage.
0: Absolute garbage. Yeah, this is what it is. I I am. Uh, in, I just like I said, it's it's why, and why, for me. Why does Lash Legend get all of these? That like there
1: is a there is a, an abundance of amazing women's talent. Why does Lash Legend continue? to get opportunities is beside me. Because
0: her character work, like, is something that they know will work. I don't care. Roster. I would it rather will.
1: see that D.Va person that's going to be debuting soon. I would rather see that guy for fun. I don't minutes. disagree. I'm he just saying, like,
0: Lash Legend is a fucking charisma factory, and they know it. Like, she brings something unique that no Make other character Make her a manager, get her, get her off. And ring. she's fucking huge. So, yeah, no, that, that might be her future. She might be more of a talker, but that, like... If she can figure it out at all in the wrestling ring, like she could actually be a legit star. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of her either, but I get it. Uh, we will all go to AEW quickly because some of these predictions do have some effect on our all-out predictions, but we have Brian Danielson versus Jake Hager. Who cares? We have uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter taking on Storm and Sheeta. Who cares? But then WrestleMania, we have two things to predict, one on Dynamite, one on Rampage. The Elite versus Aussie Open. Omega and Will Osprey in the same ring, WrestleMania. What do you think is going to happen? I think everybody's going to lose their
1: goddamn minds and give this seven stars because they just they can't help themselves. So whatever. Uh, I, again, I love Osprey making fun of Omega. I think that's great. I love Ospreay. I think he's great with that kind of Life stuff. Wifelog fan for the last three months, baby. But I will say this much. It's the elite's game to win. So, I uh, you know, you pick the elite. And who's on Rampage? Best friends in Dark Order. So here's what I think is going to end up happening. I'm going to pick Dark Order. And I think what's going to end up happening here is that somebody from Dark Order is going to get injured. Hangman has to make the sub. It's looking pretty likely because he's not booked on the card. So That's what I would obvious, imagine is going to happen. i want to pick best friends for the fuck of it. I think it's the awkward, oh, my God, I have to fight my
0: ex-friends thing. That's all they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we will predict that on the pay-per-view, which uh, – I think Clash of the Castle happens first, Nestle. So I think we start there. Okay, I gotta res- get all of our sheets ready here. But go ahead. That's on Saturday. But yeah, there. As of this moment, there are six matches booked. We'll see if they add more, and if they do, well, you'll uh, you'll have to see. Uh, the tag team match they just added this Monday: Edge and Bua Kabuya Rey Mysterio with Dominic Mysterio taking on the Judgment Day with No E Finn Balor and Damien Priest with Rhea Ripley Nestlemania. I think the Judgment Day have to win this, and I think it's with some chicanery of Dom either inadvertently costing Rey or purposely costing Rey, so give me the Judgment Day. I was
1: going to say, are you going to give me the Judgment Day? Are you going to go overseas and not let Finn Balor show those abs? Come on.
0: I mean, he's going to be showing them, baby. We're all going to be pumped for it. Next up, singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Gupta! the champion with Ludwig Kaiser taking on Seamus with the brawling brutes of Ridge Holland and Butch. I'm taking Gunther to retain in what will be, I think the match of the night. I also pick Gunther because I love
1: the ring general. And I think that this guy is going to be the best thing going in a long time, even though I don't like it. So there you go.
0: I love it. Singles match. Matt Riddle versus he got the map back, by the way, if you didn't notice theory, also got got the the awesome back Matt Riddle versus Seth. Freaking Rollins. ah, uh, sh- Man, this is a tough one, dude. I'm going to pick Rollins, but I don't feel good about it. I'm going to pick Riddle. I got to go with my gut on this one, especially with my, my uh, lackadaisical
1: count on the scoreboard. I got to be a little bit better than everybody else. So uh, I'm going to pick Riddle because he got his name back. He's already lost a bunch of matches to, to Rollins. This has to be the rubber match, or I guess next month might be. So they got to have a win. So Especially with the angry
0: bro. He's got to win, right? He's got to. I don't disagree. Next up, we have the Nestle Special, a six woman tag team Who match: Hala Hala Hala, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka taking on Bailey, Dakota, and Io Sky. I'm taking the heels because they need the win, but Nestle, Nestlemania! I'll put a cherry on top for you. I think Bailey pins Bianca in the shocker.
1: Ooh, Next I up, like it. That's the title it. match. I would say also what I think is going to end up here is miscommunication and or some some heel
0: turnage. Alexa Bliss and and Belair. I'm going to keep my Glitch, eye on that. Liz has been looking at that title every time they yep. have a segment, which I always love. They do like Champa was always famous for that. So I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I could pick up what you're putting down there. So okay. next up singles match for the WWE woman Smackdown a championship. Liv Morgan defends against Shayna Baszler. I think Liv might just beat her here clean as a sheet because, uh, you, they don't want you little virgins to keep crying, but maybe not. Maybe she cheats to win, but either way I'm taking Liv Morgan.
1: I, in so many ways, want to pick Shayna Baszler. You have no Do idea. Do it, pussy. No, because I feel like that's a waste. It's just a waste. Yeah, because you know, you know, lives better. No, she's not better. She's just not been traumatized she, by the booking that she's had. So it's like, you know, I. There, there is a part of me that also wants to put in Ronda Rousey. They're
0: just going to shoehorn her in and never win. I don't know. She got to cash in the Ronda in the bank contract. She's the fucking badass. Yeah, no. You know what? Just pick Ronda Rousey. That's why you're in last place. <laughs> You're, you're picking someone
1: who's not in the match. I'll have you know, I, hey, 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 I picked somebody, right? I picked Brock Lesnar to win the Royal Rumble, and I remember that it worked? That worked, so I'm just saying. He wasn't in the fucking match.
0: Who are you picking in this match? I picked Liv Morgan. Okay, coward. Next up, the main event, a singles match for the Undisputed Universal Championship. It says the champion Roman Reigns is with Paul Heyman. We'll see. Maybe he does make his return. Taking on... Mr. Stabby Stabby Swordman himself, Drew McIntyre, WrestleMania. Are you sticking with what you said earlier that we will have a new, not only one, but two new undisputed champions? I'm gonna I'm literally typing in Drew then theory is what I'm putting in my notes.
1: So there you go. That's what I pick. And Danny, you can score it any way you want. If I pick Drew, I should still get a point. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it is what it is. I feel like this is like dude, DJ, this is the first. Me, I don't know why I called him Danny. You called yeah, him Nestle last
0: week. Still I didn't want to I didn't want to correct you. Yeah, it's much worse. Uh, Danny's a much nicer thing to say than Nestle. <laughs> um I feel like this is the first time in Roman's Reign that I uh could pick against Roman. Um but you know what? I think I'm just going to zag here when everyone's zigging because it almost seems too obvious. I'm in a, there's just so many moving parts because you have the Karrion cross bullshit and he seems more focused on Drew and like you, we obviously have the theory thing. Theory's also involved with Gargano and everyone fucking hates theory so it's just I don't know. And There's a lot of bullshit going on here. You have Sammy and the Bloodline so I am going to pick Roman Reigns to retain because oh. I just I know I agree. I just I don't know it's fucking there's a lot of bullshit here and I'm going to zag when everyone else is zigging or zig when everyone else is zagging however you want to say it. He's down the Roman. castle. I'm here to show the world that I'm the best of predictions. WrestleMania. where would you like to go next? Worlds Collide or All Out? I guess Worlds Collide considering it's quick. It is quick because there's only two matches booked. Uh, There'll probably be more out of Tuesday night, and uh, we will pick them then, but whatever. Singles match to unify the... Uh, I guess I'll do it first. I read it in the run order. NXT Championship and the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. This is a layup. Give me Braun Breaker. I was going to say, uh, we both picked Braun because he's obviously not
1: going to be ready for, you know, obvious reasons for the main roster right now. Give him a little bit more time to cook.
0: Next up, a triple threat match to unify the NXT Women's Championship and NSC-UK Women's Championship. The measuring stick, Mandy Rose, the NXT Women's Champion, takes on the NXT-UK Women's Champion, Mako Satomura, and Blair Davenport. Uh, Mandy's pinning Blair. That's just how it's going to be. Mandy, undisputed champ.
1: Mandy's going to give a total pie-face
0: knee to the pie-face. That's what I in the biz. I picked Mandy. Okay, next up, we have all oh, out. Wow, as of now, there are nine matches booked. Holy fuck. Um, yeah. So we'll start off with the tournament final for the inaugural AEW World Trios Championship. Uh, we both have the Elite in the finals. I have Best Friends. You have Dark Order. I, I really want to pick Best Friends, but I have a feeling like, they might just lose because your Hayman thing that makes more sense in the world than anything. So uh, I'm just going to pick the Elite with a cop out here. Oh, that was stupid. You should have gone with your gut. That's what the thing that I don't appreciate. Hey, is. If we get an Aussie open, Best Friends final, do you know how much I'll mark out for Osprey Orange yeah. Part 2? It's not oh, happening, but well, yeah, I get it. Well, exactly. Cause best Friends uh, Elite.
1: I picked the Elite because they seem like they made those championships for those guys, at least for the first one, uh, first run. Although Hangman Hang with Dark Order would be funny. I think a lot of fun, too.
0: Cocaine Con did say that they weren't doing the tournament until Omega was back, so, right, so. Spoiler. Um, all right, so we've moved on from there. Next up, we have a six-man tag match set. Seems like a total waste of time. We have Wardlow and FTR, uh, three of my boys taking on Jay Lethal, who is the opposite of my boy, and the Motor City machine guns of Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. It's intriguing because it's FTR and uh, MCMG. Oh, I actually did it right. Uh, but I'm taking Wardlow and FTR because, come on. I also will take the pinnacle, but here's the thing. Why the fuck is this match happening? I'd
1: rather see FTR versus the machine guns by themselves Wardlow, you haven't done anything once you've won the goddamn thing. And Jay Lethal, I, I, I just I can't. I just can't.
0: Lethally boring. That's what he is. We'll move on, WrestleMania, to the Fatal Fourway for the interim, because we love those types of titles. AEW Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa. Uh, if you believe the dirt cheese is hiding in a bathroom and not actually injured, who the fuck knows? Uh, Tony Storm takes on Doctor Britt Baker DMD. Jamie Hayter and Hikaru Shida. If I had a bonus hope here, put it on my girl Jamie Hayter. She deserves a belt, but. Uh, I'm gonna pick for man. I could see them doing Baker and people getting mad, but I honestly I think they'll do Tony Storm because I think there's a little meat Thunder Rosa could actually be an interesting champion when she finally has like a feud with her buddy there, Tony Storm. So give me well, Storm. Could, I'm gonna pick Storm as well. But I, the
1: other thing I wanted to say was uh, Britt Baker was a lot. Uh, what did they say? People said, uh, "Oh, she broke Britt's nose and now she broke Jamie's nose." So who knows? I just want to say. Ah, oh, you who know, knows. who knows, but I will say this much if it's if if it's Britt Baker again, I'm going to roll my eyes because it's just too much. If it's Sheeta, yeah. Sheeta's like not even in the top five. What the fuck? Sheeta hasn't been on
0: TV since she lost. What the I fuck? love love she. Fuck you, Tony Khan. You're fucking it's, moron. The, it's the
1: standings. It's like Anna Jay. I think I, I said Anna Jay and Athena are ranked in the top five. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't they getting a shot at it? Well, I get, Athena, I get, I get Athena,
0: Athena. Athena is getting a title match.
1: Right, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Anna Jay, why not, right? I Make
0: mean, the standings mean she's, something. She's too busy hanging out you know, as the third wheel in the uh, Tay Sammy. You notice, uh, Did
1: you notice how it was like white hot for one week and then it was just like, who knows what's going on? Doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: I, I honestly, the fucking Eddie um, Sammy bullshit made them all way more interesting. That that whole thing like would like blew up. Like they should honestly put that back on the card now because it's more intriguing than it ever was. But that's a whole another story. Next up, I don't even know how we're gonna predict this. We have a casino ladder match where the winner will receive a future AEW World Championship match. Literally WrestleMania. I kid you not. Participants to be determined. So pick anyone and anyone. I have a feeling. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the backcracker says, Jericho's boobs might
1: qualify him for a woman's division. I don't know about that. Uh,
0: anyway, I, w- I lost my train of thought. cuz Romo. a letter match. I'm picking MJF. MJF? All right. Tony All right. Khan loves his surprises out of nowhere and them winning. So MJF versus fucking Punk or Mox. Sign me up. I just...
1: Part of me feels like Samoa Joe is going to be thrown in there for some reason.
0: I forgot he was even employed until someone said his name the other day. He literally won the TV title for a show that doesn't have a TV show. And and then like the TV show, he just disappeared. (laughs) I mean, you might as well put Samoa Joe in there, right? I'm going to pick Samoa Joe. I doubt I'm right. I just
1: fell asleep when you said that. I know, but I'm just trying to think like. What do you do?
0: I I mean, I don't know. It literally could be anybody. That's what you do. It could be anybody. I'm sure they'll announce some people on Wednesday. So if you listen after that, we're dated, but whatever. Fuck you. Uh, Next up, a singles match. Speaking of boring, Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. Because you know, yeah, that's talk about a match nobody
1: wants on a pay per view.
0: Waste of time. Give me, give me Danielson. He needs it more. I am You'll so talk.
1: I am so done with watching Jericho on my television. I, I am just that's
0: coming from the fucking biggest Jericho stand. I in the love world. I love Chris Jericho. I cannot watch
1: him anymore. I cannot He's listen to him much. on commentary. I cannot watch these promos go on for six to ten minutes. I can't do it. It's just this guy was one of the all time greats. Someone needs to pull him aside and say, "Dude, you're tarnishing everything. Knock
0: it off." He doesn't care about that. Lanzi's cash out check, homie. Next up, we have a tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Anthony Bowens and Matt Kasser, hopefully daddy-ass, uh, is scissoring them down to the rain, uh, But they're taking on the odd champions of Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I'm assuming uh, Lee and Swerve will retain, but man, I would love for a surprise acclaimed win because everybody loves the acclaimed. <laughs> I just... I
1: don't see them winning right now. I feel like they just no. gave them the championships. So at this point, it's like taking and it the away acclaimed makes no sense. Literally doesn't need titles. Yeah, they don't they need are, it. They're you know, better than anything the titles could do. You know what blew my mind the other day? I don't know why I made this correlation now and not like a year ago. I was watching this going, the acclaimed are a better New Age Outlaws. A hundred percent. And I'm it's close. like funny that Billy Gunn attached
0: himself to the New Age it's, New Age it's, Outlaws. It's, it's just funny. It's, it's been such a fun feud. I did not, I fucking hated the ass boys. It's not they were a waste of space until this feud. Now I fucking like them. And obviously I love the acclaimed. So yeah, scissor me timbers. I agree. We have three matches left that are actually booked. We have oh jungle boy God. and Christian cage. I'm taking Christian cage. Cause I think this will be more than one. Cause I think Luchasaurus is finally going to side with Christian cage here.
1: No, this is Jungle Boy's
0: big win, right, bud? Come on, come on. We'll see. I think it's more than one match, but we'll see. Uh, Next up, we have a singles match, another payoff feud Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, Starks, if they want to strap the fucking rocket ship to him, they could, man. This kid is ready. Give me all the Ricky Starks. You're going to pick Ricky. Wow. He probably won't win, but he should. Honestly, this kid, this kid, like, this kid could fucking be the face of the company someday. He's I don't good. doubt that, but I feel like Powerhouse needs a fucking win because what is Powerhouse? He doing? Yeah, we're assuming the fucking QT boys will get involved. I'm gonna say
1: Powerhouse only because he's literally going to do nothing. Anything that 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 Ricky does is gold, so it doesn't matter where he goes.
0: I I, I agree with that. That's sound. That's sound. I love both these guys, so I'll be happy either way. Then we have Jade Cargill defending Cargill. her title against Athena in a match that is. Been has been set up for like ever um i think cargo retains but i'm hoping uh, athena can drag a good match out of her Here, i am not excited for this match at all i they cool the, it's one of those things like con athena comes in like a ball of fire super hot and then like two months go by and she's barely on tv and then you book the match for the pay-per-view it's like well you took all the flames out of her now she's just fucking got broken wings yeah it's true it's true i mean jade's doing her, you know Yeoman's work man. Jade will never not be fucking the best thing on the show when she's on screen. She is so fucking entertaining and she's got Ciara Hogan <laughs> and on her side so. Oh well, yeah obviously that'll help you. Love her. Um, but yeah Neslamina so you noticed we didn't predict an AEW world title match because they might just run it back and rematch it all out Punk and Mox if that happens. Do you think Mox wins again or do you think Punk gets his title back?
1: I, I am at a crossroads in my life. I, I am ready. Ready to disown CM Punk. I am. I am. I, Welcome I, to the dark side. I, I, I should have earlier. I will always love Phil Brooks, but God damn it. There's His something, wife was better than him. There's something about, like, he says he's the best in the world. And, like, all I could think about the other day was AEW has never, like, up until Danielson, they never grabbed a WrestleMania-worthy, like, the guy. Like, you can say Jericho is – Jericho won it by, like, a technicality. You know what I mean? Like, I've never looked at Jericho as, like, the tippy-top I, I think you have
0: to put Moxley there, even, like, his right was bad. But I it was know. during the pandemic. But, like, I mean, Moxley, like, I think he is one of the biggest stars in wrestling, whether you want to admit it or not. The boy, the backcracker, says punk stinks. I, I, I think I'm at
1: a point now where I can agree. I can agree that he is no but longer do you the best think, in the
0: world. Do you think they're doing it on purpose by design because they want to give us one final heel CM Punk run? So they're trying to make him as irredeemable as possible. Because I could see that. I could see that. Because I mean, he's already pretty irredeemable. But it was one of those things like we all still had the nostalgia. This is a quick way to flip it around. So I don't know. I, I just. Think I, I mean, you can't not have him in Chicago. But I, I it's it's hard for me. We're like, what are we? We're not even a week away.
1: You know, yeah, it's, no, like,
0: that's just it's like, and there was like oh, the Trios tournament can be an event. It's like, no, no, no. The Trios tournament maybe could have main evented it if it was the Elite versus fucking, yeah, like, the Osprey. Osprey. Or, or Osprey, yeah, but it's not. It's going to either be Best Friends or Dark Order. That's not a main event. So the main event is 100% going to be a Punk and Mox rematch.
1: I just, I, I am so not interested with it because I don't know how you can, like, having him redeem himself after hurting himself makes no sense to me. Like it's, it's there's it's no very... baby face. There's no baby face reaction for Punk. If he turns, fine. If he yeah. if he turns, then fine. I'll, but I, I I'm at a point right now in my life where I I I want to see him succeed. But every single time he opens his mouth, I'm just like, you're not tough. Like you're not. I don't believe that you're tough. I don't believe that you're a badass. Stop trying to act like a badass. The pipe bomb was great. You did a great job back then. But when I'm watching him right now, all I can think about is this guy has not reinvented himself. He needs, a straight up, he needs a straight up reinvention. Otherwise, he's literally just carbon copying what he did 11 years ago. It's too much. It's too much. He's too talented not to change and evolve. And if he does, maybe I'll come back on the CM Punk yeah. train. But right That's now, it's why- not going to happen.
0: That's why I'm not going hard in it, because I know, like, I believe me. I watch the same shit you guys watch. I actually fucking laughed my ass off on Wednesday. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, the way they booked that. Because it's just like, I just, you knew something fucking fishy was up when it came on at 9 o'clock. You're like, well, there's a reason this can't main event the show. But they're doing it like, oh, an hour. I, like, I actually kind of like the way they did that, since this is the direction they were going. But it's one of those things where it's like, I'm still on the fence category because I have to see what comes next because I can't watch this and think that what they're doing isn't by design. I can't think that this is just bad. Like for like, usually with like the top tier things in AEW, there's a pretty good long term thing thought out. So I gotta think that in this case scenario there is too. But who knows? Maybe it won't be, and then I can fucking full on take a shit on it. But for now, I'm just gonna sit my ass on the fence and get pucker up a little. You know, he's, he's, he's waiting for the deuce to drop.
1: He's doing the little Elmo gif on the potty. Have you ever seen that one? No? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> okay. I mean,
0: that's 90% of AEW lately is when I watch. It's hard. It's hard, it, it's hard to, it's for It's in the potty.
1: It, it's hard for me to think that AEW doesn't have a headline- Match for their. This is probably
0: the worst. Like, and I don't think a lot of it is his fault too. Like, obviously, some of it is his fault, but they've had a lot of bullshit going on with injuries and everything. Like that, this card definitely got a nuke taken to it, like a month or so ago. So they've definitely been scrambling. But it is by far like the weakest books going into a pay per view ever, besides maybe Forbidden Door because I was fucking poopy stains, but that doesn't even count because it was a weird like one. But in terms of like the regular ones, especially because All Out is such an important one. Like, who knows. Like sometimes when you have expectations like this, we talk about it all the time at WWE, the pay-per-views we're least excited for usually end up being the best ones. So who knows? Maybe a, uh, all out, will blow our socks off. Not me. Cause might never come off, but that's true. He's not a
1: feet guy. It's fine. No.
0: Uh, but I think that's pretty much everything we got through everything. I think so. Thank God. All
1: right. That's going to be a long. Well, that's a lot of things to predict. Honestly, folks, I hope you enjoy everything this wrestling weekend. It's a long weekend on top of it, so enjoy what you can. I will definitely not be watching uh, on time, that's for sure. I'll be all over the goddamn place. So
0: I think our boy uh, 1N is going to the cast. Yes, so, he will so be there follow
1: alive. our boy, Mr. Grimwood. He is on Twitter. At Danny Fab, 1N. He is going to be there with his boy, who will eventually become a WWE superstar, Leo. They will be in the crowd. Give him a holler. Tell him the jobber knocker. What up? All that stuff. Uh, and also, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel where Dom and our boy Conway, the NJP expert, uh, he is uh, basically doing
0: yeoman's work over there as well, doing a great job making sure hey, you they check get out. to talk about the number one wrestler in the world, Which here's a little preview. When PWI releases their top 100, the jobber knocker top 10 will be coming out. The lists are already starting to be formulated together, and Will Osprey, baby, lifelong fan for three months. Hell. He might have an argument to be someone's number one WrestleMania. Well, be McConway for sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But go check
1: them out over on YouTube. They do a great job with the end uh, at New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. Excuse me uh, for the Jobber Knocker. They do a great job. Their boy, the Joe Stopper, doing everything for AEW. Love the Jobber Knocker everywhere it is. Uh, go follow us everywhere and do all those things. I'm not going to do your job because you do it better than me.
0: Anything else? Now, five stars, five flames on podcasting platforms. Dom does NXT on the website. Check all that shit out. Do it, tpublic.com slash jabberknocker. Engage with us on the socials, which are all in the description. So, yeah, till next time. All right, on that note,
1: we hope you enjoy this long weekend of wrestling, and we'll be back next week with more jabberknockery.
0: Adios, amigos.